0: Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Deer, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode.
1: And we're back with another episode of Top Tier Tactics. Another episode, another AB scandal. How you doing, Bud?
0: You know... It made me smile.
1: That Does that sound bad? Well, mostly because of the allegation, but yeah, kind of.
0: I mean, he's just an idiot. He really is. It doesn't it, look good. It, it doesn't look good at all. Um, even if he didn't do it, I mean, it looks horrible. And most people are going to believe he did do it. I think the most satisfying
1: part was when the Raiders were about to win their football game and then you heard their chant across the stadium.
0: FAB? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you knew it was going to happen. Like if 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 you watched a Raider game, you knew that was going to go through. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Raiders, they did happen to find a win, twenty-four to sixteen. There is some news we should talk about. Just going over this. Uh, Darren Waller looked great. He looked pretty good. Uh, Led the team in targets, eight, seven receptions for seventy yards. Uh, To me, he's going to look very consistent throughout the year. Yeah. What
1: I really liked out of him is the throws he were getting were high percentage throws they were nice over the middle clean catches nothing crazy but they're
0: going to be consistent points that's what Derek Carr likes so I mean he is going to be like John Gruden said Darren Waller special and Gruden likes to run his offense through tight ends and running backs he showed that this game I think exactly I mean Josh Jacobs was a workhorse. 23 carries, 85 yards, two touchdowns, one target, one reception for 28 yards. You should feel comfortable with Josh Jacobs. He's yeah. going to be a workhorse throughout the year. I feel comfortable starting him. The
1: only thing that concerns me is the fact he had 23 carries and only 85 yards.
0: That's a 3.6 carry average. I mean, Denver's defense is stout. Their defensive line is amazing. So I'm not concerned about that at all. If you get that workload, you get 23 carries, you're going to be viable. You're going to be an RB1, at least an RB2. You should feel comfortable starting him against anyone, in my opinion. I made the mistake of benching him for Lindsey, one of my leagues. Oof. Probably won't make that again. Oof. That's rough. Um, Tyrell Williams, seven seven targets, six receptions, 105, one touchdown. Clear number one for Carr. I mean, it he looked great yeah and for his touchdown
1: cast catch he beat uh chris harris so that's something you like to see out of your number one wide receiver is beating their number one corner
0: yeah i mean Carr looked very comfortable with him like they've been playing with each other for a long time so you can feel comfortable with williams i know it's week one but it, it looks good so far are you excited i, I mean i'm not getting too excited but I, i'm definitely i got a little grin on my face for sure yeah i could see for it. sure So Broncos, Royce Freeman, 10 carries, 56 yards, one reception for five yards. Lindsey, 11 carries, 43 yards, four receptions, 23 yards. Does that concern you? It looks like a timeshare right now. As of
1: right now, I feel like we kind of expected that there would be some sort of timeshare, but I do have a feeling Lindsey is going to take it over as the pass catching back and as more or less a better back in general i mean royce did have that 30yard run but if he didn't then he he would have a fairly horrible stat line so i still see lindsay outright <laughs> taking the job later on in the year he
0: he looks better uh, i'll i'll give you that but like we were talking about before the show it it sometimes coaches don't see it and it doesn't really matter and they yes. want to do a timeshare I mean, we see it over and over and over again. Yeah. So, I mean, this does concern me. It does. It's it's That's only sure. we it's only week one. Um we'll see what happens week two, but it's definitely something to put in the back of your mind. Uh Cortland Sutton looked like the number one wide receiver. He looks pretty good this game. Uh, seven for one twenty, uh eight targets. Emmanuel Sanders, five for eighty six, one touchdown, and had seven targets as well. Cortland Sutton looked like the number one. Yeah, he he last, looked good last
1: year. He looked uncomfortable, unconfident. This year, he was just making plays, or at least last game, I should say.
0: Yeah, last game. I mean, it, he he looked good. Emmanuel Sanders looked great, though. He 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 did look good. Mm-hmm. I so, did like that out of him. You should feel comfortable with them. Noah Fant, two for twenty nine, five targets. That's still, I mean, he is a rookie and it is week one,
1: but. I'm not really impressed with it. I don't think he's worth rostering right now. This is the kind of just a dynasty stat line.
0: Okay. Okay. I got a little present for you. Bud's basement. Who's in your basement? Deshaun Hamilton is locked in uh-huh. my basement, and Poor he's guy. not coming out. He dropped channel. a wide-open touchdown right in his hands. And it wasn't like a deep bomb or anything. It was just right there, hit his hit his hands, went through it, well, hit the, his chest. The issue is he tried to catch it with his body and didn't try to catch it with his hands. But he's in my basement. The only way he's getting out of the basement is he chews his leg off. He's locked down there. He's going to stay down there for a while. Wow. It, it, I mean, it hurt to watch. Yeah. I had him being the number one receiver before
1: the year and... Boy, if this was at any indicator, I am so wrong.
0: You were so high on him. You were yes. you were very high on him. I was a little higher on Cortland Sutton. Uh, Deshaun, I thought, was going to be a good PPR stash. I mean, obviously not. He didn't look very good this game, and, and yeah. Let's it, hope it changes. It wasn't pretty.
1: NFL Headlines. Well, let's get to it. I know you're... Really excited to talk about it. Talk about who? Business is booming. Frozone, Mr. Big Chest.
0: But the question is: Is business booming? I don't know. Like, is business actually booming?
1: (laughs) After yesterday, September. I mean,
0: he was really loud after the Raiders let him go. You know, just posting a whole bunch on IG. Oh, he was happy. He's quiet, man. He's he sure is quiet. He's quiet right now. So, you know my opinion on Tan- Antonio Brown. I'm trying not to touch him. If I have him, I'm trying to trade him. What are you uh, trading him for? I
1: mean, right now, I don't think there is somebody that actually thinks he's worth
0: something right now. Um, I, it's hard to say, but there's a lot of people that think his value went up with New England, and and I'm total opposite complete opposite. And I think we, a lot of people know that. You know that at least for sure. I mean there there's some that have gone through that was Antonio Brown for Damian Williams and Chris Godwin. Antonio Brown for Cooper Cup. Antonio Brown for Tyler Lockett. I'm just trying to get some value for him and get him off my team. So how would you feel with getting Cooper Cup for Antonio Brown? I'd it, take it. Y- you would do it? I would take it, yeah. A lot of people aren't going to do it. I see one for Giovanni Bernard and Derek Henry. One person did it for Robbie Gold. I mean, I would be pretty happy with Damian Williams and Chris Godwin for Antonio Brown. Divito totally.
1: Peterson and Jarvis Landry, I see that I, one. Yeah, i I'd do it. I don't know if I'd do that one. I would try to just get rid of Antonio Brown. You cut your losses on him. He may not play. As as of right now, the NFL strongly is debating the commissioner's exempt list on him. I saw that report come out. And if that happens, well, then you just have a useless player.
0: Yeah, I feel it. I mean, a lot of people are going to – you're either going to hold on to him and just wait and see and hopefully it works out or you're going to try to trade him and get whatever you can for him. Two different options. It really depends, I think, on on your team aspect too. In if you're feeling comfortable, field. if you won week one and, and you're good, hold on to him. See what you can do. And if you get a good deal and someone comes up to you, then you should be good. But after that news, I don't think a lot of people are going to be hitting you up for Antonio Brown. Yeah.
1: I mean, even if he does play, he's on the Patriots. They still got Edelman. They still got <laughs> the running game. And they still have Josh Gordon. How
0: realistically do you feel that he's going to be an elite receiver there I don't think he's going to be elite I don't think he's going to be like he would be with the Raiders when he would probably one of the only viable options we thought I mean Williams looks like a viable option Waller looks like a viable option Um, but you know he was going to get fed for the Raiders and it looked like he would have been pretty good if Derek Carr played the way he did with williams with antonio brown but we'll never see that um i don't know we'll have to see who knows if he even plays we don't Uh, know we did have news he practiced today uh for new england so we'll see anything and when we get an update we'll update you uh aj green sheds the walking boot that's that's huge that's a huge sign but he's got to start running got to start practicing (laughs) and Catch up the game speed. He was running on the treadmill, which is good news, but it seems like his progressions are, are going a lot faster than everyone thought, his rehab. I'm still scheduling him for my estimate is week four. Okay. Um, Quincy Inunua on the IR. Nick injury again like last year. No info, no info if it's career-threatening or not. So – they did trade. At first, you would think, oh,
1: this is perfect for Jamison Crowder, but they just got Demarius Thomas.
0: Yeah, I mean, they got Demarius Thomas, uh, traded to the Jets for a six-rounder. To me, it's a wait-and-see. I'm not really going out and picking him up, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, Unless definitely. it's a deeper league. Uh, I want to wait and see what's going on. Um, but Jamison Crowder, it just kind of increases with a noon will not be in there. Crowder's going to be that nice PPR player for you, like we were talking about last pod. Uh, Tyree Kill. I think some pretty good news, in my opinion, is expected to miss four to six weeks while recovering from a joint injury. We thought it was going to be a lot longer than that. I think the guesstimation was about six weeks. Six to eight, if I remember correctly. So, So I mean, four to six is is a lot better than six to eight. Yes. Um, But looking good. Peyton Barber starter week two will go with the hot hand that's what Bruce Arian said
1: yeah he said that in the beginning of the year I mean as of right now they just don't really have a strong running game just due to the fact that that no team respects the passing game and I think we saw that with the Niners they were able to just pick them off and take a couple pick sixes so until that passing game takes off I don't see a running back over there being fantasy viable
0: I'm picking up Ronald Jones he, he looked better than any of the backs there. He, he looked explosive for once um, as a stash guy, and you can kind of see what happens week two. But it's a good guy to have on your bench, in my opinion. Um, Jay Gruden says there's no update with Geis. AP will start this week.
1: I think that was probably one of the biggest mistakes Jay Gruden will make this year
0: was to not help Geis out on his carries. You mean slowly implement him yeah. in? Yeah, I mean it seemed like they rushed him back a little bit. Oh yeah.
1: He went from didn't he have a clean up on his knee halfway through the off season? There was an infection on his knee. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden now he's healthy, perfectly ready to go and play and handle a full workload. He load? didn't
0: he didn't look perfectly healthy to be honest. Yeah. Um but that's big news for Adrian Peterson. So, we'll see how that goes. Uh Hunter Henry got injured. Sunday night. Uh he's gonna be out four to six weeks. Ouch. Tibia fracture. That's it's not looking good.
1: That's a bad blow, mostly just because there isn't enough tight ends to go around.
0: Yeah, I mean hopefully you got a Darren Waller, hopefully you got TJ Hawkinson off the waiver wire. Um, yeah, that that just hurts tight end a little bit more,
1: you know. And Juju is expected to play. I feel like that was expected. Yeah. Uh <coughs> As of right now, James Conner does have an illness and did not practice.
0: Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Uh, just said illness. Yeah. It wasn't anything. Yeah. It's
1: not an injury wise. As of right now, it's
0: just listed as illness. Did not practice. Okay. So we had some horrible games last week. Some God awful games. Uh, Some bad games, some players that we expected to do great things that were not even close. Um, should we be concerned about some of these players? Start off with Cam Newton and what's okay. your, what's your opinion? Did't look good running. He didn't even run.
1: His deep balls didn't look good. looked uncomfortable. Maybe it was the Rams defense. and maybe he's not healthy, which is I think is the
0: actual issue.
1: Uh, yeah, I we mean, you're high on him.
0: I I like I always like Cam Newton. And I was always a fan, but the reason why yeah. we were high on him, I think you can agree with this, is his running ability. Of course. I mean, whenever you have a quarterback that can run, it gives you a little bit more oomph. You know, exactly. you feel a little safer with him. He's Got a backup plan. If, if Cam Newton isn't feeling comfortable enough to run the ball, I don't feel comfortable starting him at all. If he's not running, I'm not rostering. I, I mean, I oh. I like you the like little that? spice, you baby. Like that. I, like I like it. I like it. He's holding on the ball too long, throwing way off target. I mean, have a guy ready each week other than Cam Newton. Scale of uh, one in, to in ten. T- until, you, until you see it, mm-hmm. I'm not starting it. Scale it one to ten. How concerned I am? Yes. He's about a Seven. Seven. He's about a seven. I'm putting I, if, him at nine. If he's healthy and he can run, then I feel comfortable with him. It doesn't look like he's going to be healthy. I feel like there's just a lot of other options at quarterback for you to just kind of wait and see on him. Yeah. So so the next guy, David Montgomery. I'm extremely concerned. Let's
1: hear it. Uh, they actually did what they said they were going to do with their our BBC. Mm-hmm. the running back by committee. Oh, you like it? Yeah. All right. There you go. Oh, well half the time he wasn't even in the game. And even when he was in the game, Cohen was also in the game in the playing of the slot
0: receiver. I, I mean, Cohen played a lot. Exactly. Uh, I forgot exactly how many snaps he played. I think it was like 48, but he was in the slot about 70% of the time. Mm-hmm. It, it was, it was ridiculous. So that doesn't concern me as much as Mike Davis just getting all the work. Um, my concern, I am concerned about it. I think it's a temporary temporary issue. I, I don't I, think it's going to last. That I know you don't think so. I don't think it's going to last all season. But it's got to hurt if you need to start him every week. Oh, if yeah, you, you put him as an RB2 or an RB3 to start – or, God forbid, an RB1 for your team. Oof. It's got to hurt because it's going to take a little while for him to work in. Uh, hopefully we see something week two. It is only week one, but Mike Davis looked pretty good. Um, in my opinion, you could buy David Montgomery pretty low right now because a lot of people are a little rattled about it. But he's probably – I'm not starting him next week. I wouldn't mm-hmm. If I had a viable option other than David Montgomery, I wouldn't feel comfortable starting him. most people drafted him what
1: in the fifth round
0: Uh, I think fourth and fifth was his his ADP so that's a that's a starter for you um it's you just don't feel comfortable about it you might have to start him I have to start him in one of my leagues but you don't you don't feel comfortable about it and you're hoping you see a little bit more but it is concerning my level is about a five I know your level is probably higher than that what's your level at
1: yeah I'm putting it at seven I mean when you drafted him, I feel like you should have known this was going to happen. I mean, everybody outright said it, that this was going to happen. And Cohen, Cohen was just
0: really good last year to the point where they're not going to just throw him away for another running back. It's not even the Cohen issue. It's I, I, it's a Mike Davis issue. Cohen has his own role, and he's going to be in that role. But Mike Davis was taking most of those carries from David Montgomery. Cohen was the slot receiver. Dave Montgomery's not going to go out and be a slot receiver. He can if you need him to be, but that's not his spot. He's going to be running the ball, and Mike Davis took that spot. They signed him, and
1: they paid him for <clears throat> a reason. They didn't sign him just for him to sit on the bench. Mike, Mike Davis Mike isn't Davis? old. Yeah. Mike Davis isn't old or a veteran by any means. He's still young, and I think I'm a little flabbergasted. People are surprised
0: that this happened. I mean uh, – how everyone looked at it, different perspective here, is they signed Mike Davis, his free agency, before the draft. They didn't think David Montgomery, they were going to have a chance. They didn't have a lot of draft picks. They moved up to go get David Montgomery. They're going to use him. In my opinion, he will be used. But Mike Davis was signed there for a reason, because they didn't know if they were going to be able to go out and get a running back in the draft. It's it's very concerning though. We're we're both on the same level. Mm. I'm a little lower than you, but we'll go from there. Todd Gurley, running back for the Los Angeles Rams. How do you feel? Um
1: he's getting carried still and he's still on an effective offense. He's not going to put up those insane 30-point games anymore. That you just, unless he breaks off long ones, you might as well get those out of your head. He's going to be in a split With Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson. He's still going to be effective. Don't get me wrong. But unless he scores touchdowns, you're just hoping on yards.
0: And there's only a limit to how many you can get. Yeah, I mean, it was almost a 50-50 split with Malcolm Brown. He didn't get any goal line carries. Wasn't involved in the passing game. Seemed to lack explosiveness from what I've seen. Uh, Flashing warning signs here for me. Yeah. I, I, I mean... That that makes me very concerned. Uh one Daryl Henderson I'm not worried about. One carry, no yards, was very irrelevant. Uh Malcolm Brown was on the field a good amount. Todd Gurley got more snaps. I think it was like sixty five percent of the snaps. Yeah. Something like that. But when the game mattered, they get, went back to Gurley, it looked like. But Malcolm Brown got a whole bunch of touches. And the goal line touches. I think... And I, I, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Sorry. I think Todd Gurley, they're concerned about him. They are not going to work him like they've done. And Malcolm Brown is going to take a lot of those carries from him, which concerns me about the Gurley issue. We all went in and drafted. If you drafted Gurley, you were thinking, he's at least going to get goal line touches, right? I'm hoping so. And it, it doesn't look like it. So the concern is high for me. Yeah. I do think that they took it easy
1: for him game one. I think they're just still testing out how much punishment testing. he can handle. Are they
0: testing the water? They're testing the waters right Ooh. now.
1: Yeah. As of right now, they're testing the waters, seeing how much of a workload he can handle, especially in the red zone. You have to be extremely physical in the red zone.
0: You have to ask, do you think his knee can handle that? Yeah, I mean, they, they keep saying the knee's fine. It's not fine. It, it, they're showing me different. Exactly. Sean McVay has been lying to me for I don't know how long since Super Bowl hurts my feelings. I don't like being lied to. So guys, to be happy with, in my opinion, kind of some un- unknown named guys, in my opinion, like uh, Adrian Adrian Peterson. Is he unknown? He's not unknown, but I have a couple other guys. There's another guy that's unknown. You didn't you drafted Adrian Peterson thinking Geist wasn't going to be healthy then. They switched it on you. guys was going to get the full workload week one, and AP was a healthy scratch. Big concern, right? Big issue. Tricky again. Bamboozled. Darius, <laughs> bamboozled. Darius guys doesn't look like he's going to be playing. Uh, we don't have any info on how long it's going to be out, but Adrian Peterson's going to get the volume there.
1: Does this justify their left tackles hold out right now? Why does it justify it? Because it clearly shows the medical staff have no idea what's going on. They right literally
0: now. have no idea what's going they
1: on. They don't know what's going on. And I feel like, well, what's I mean, his name, Trent Williams? I forgot his name. Left tackle for the Redskins. Yeah, schools. I think it's Williams. Yeah. It just, I think,
0: reinforces his point that the medical staff is below that down there. Well, you have Jerry's guys that had to get another cleanup procedure because of them. Then you have Alex Smith. Alex Smith had the same thing. <clears throat> so, they're not wrong. But what this does is it boosts Adrian Peterson, yes. obviously. On To me, it's a concerning offensive line without Williams being there, but it boosts him. I, I'm happy to have Adrian Peterson. I, I picked him off waiver wire as a bench guy, but you got to be happy. If Darius Geis isn't there all year, there's going to be value for Peterson.
1: I still feel like if you are in a standard lead, He holds value. If you jump up into half PPR, PPR, he significantly dips to a potential flex to, if not, just a stash pick.
0: Yeah, Thompson is going to take most of those pass-catching roles. That's fair. I mean, I I agree with that. Raheem Mostert, running back for San Francisco, he really kind of – I think he outplayed Brita week one.
1: Yes. That's fair to say. Last year, before he snapped his arm in half against the Raiders –
0: Oh, huh? you know, it wasn't because of the Raiders What he just fell. Yeah, the
1: ground did it. Well, yeah, it did kind of break his arm. But (laughs) that being said, he was playing very well last year before the injury happened. And right now he's just picking up where he left off. My only issue is, is he's still playing special teams. You can't really be a game planable running back if you're still practicing and game planning and special teams.
0: Yeah, I mean. I I can see that. But his value, mainly, his value increased. Coleman gone, yes. Coleman being gone. Breida is the starter. Mostert is going to be the second guy. Uh, Breida had 15 carries, 37 yards, no receptions. Mostert, Mostert, nine carries, 40 receptions, one target. He had 40 receptions. 40 40 yards, one target, one reception. That's that's impressive one game, right? (laughs) So... Raheem Mostert is a guy you can pull off waivers. Uh, I'd be happy to have him on my bench and kind of see how that goes. Yeah. We don't know how when Coleman's going to come back and how bad that injury is.
1: Yeah, that's fair to say.
0: <clears throat> Players to be happy about John Brown, wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills.
1: We talked about him a little bit last podcast. We did. I think
0: you were pretty high on him, right? Yes. Uh, encouraging volume, 10 targets, 7 catches, 123 yards, and a touchdown. Uh plus Josh Allen can buy some time, get the speedster open, but he, he seems to be comfortable with Josh Allen. Josh Allen seems to be comfortable with John John Brown. Yeah. And let's be serious, Cole Beasley dropped like three passes. Yeah. He, he looked horrible. One went through his hands and turned it, into it, a pick it, six. It, it it didn't look good. So John Brown, you can feel safe starting, in oh, my yeah. opinion.
1: Yeah. Definitely easy flex to wide receiver three as of right now. High
0: upside. Oh yeah. So, let's get into buy low targets.
1: Okay. All right. I'm looking at your list right now, and I'm going, oh, okay. That's weird. So, why don't you start off with the list? This one hurts a little bit. James Conner. You put on the list. James Conner. All right. I mean, yes, the Patriots actually absolutely, absolutely demolished him, and even though he was running fairly decently, they only gave him nine carries, which is extremely disappointing. And even while he was down... He was still playing over, what's his name? Jalen Samuels. Yeah, Jalen Samuels. So uh, I'm very surprised to see his uh, fantasy point production to be extremely low. And for that, people might be worried. I mean, are the paid, are the Steelers going to be a bad team? Is he going to consistently be game scripted out? I don't think so. And are they actually going to give him the ball?
0: Yes. Uh, for sure, I think they're going to give him the ball. I don't know. James, James Connor's talented. He's I mean, are, how how do you feel? You're a James Conner truther, so are you concerned
1: about this? Uh, When you see nine carries for an 1,000-yard an pro bar rusher, yeah, that's a little concerning. So
0: that's why I have him on my buy low targets. Yeah, he's
1: definitely buy low, but I don't think many people
0: will actually give him up for low. This list is to go out and try and make a trade that can win you championships. Some people panic week one. Maybe they had Tyreek Hill and they got hurt. They had James Conner and Nick Chubb and they didn't do anything. People panic. There's full-blown panic in the streets sometimes week one. Okay? I mean, there's a lot of excitement. You going in, it's week one, you start your lineup and people shit the bed. You've been waiting all year for this. Oh, yeah. So, James Conner just go out and and see say hey test, you, the waters. What, test the waters you know love that we're gonna have a said a segment testing, testing the, the waters, waters. I oh like yeah that one. I love it that's actually a good idea write that down uh buy low target James Connor just see what you can get for him because I still think he'll be perfectly fine personally yeah no I I think so too that's literally why they're why this list is here is to buy low we think they're gonna be fine but we think there i think there's a value to it mm-hmm. to get these guys at a cheaper price now define cheaper it's not going to be crazy cheaper i mean i have one guy on here that i think you could get pretty cheap um another guy medium it, what are you willing to give <clears throat> up for james conner Let's be like you know let's give an example <sighs> james conner well, am i trying to get a running back or wide receiver or yeah, am I just gi- trying to If you're giving to... up
1: an elite running back you probably drafted James Conner the first round so you're going to have to replace him and then you probably want a wide receiver too.
0: Yeah, I mean Chances
1: are you're not going to do a
0: one for one trade running back, running back. Most likely not. But it, it all depends on what you're doing. See, James Conner got traded for T.Y. Hilton. Conner got Straight up. James Conner got traded for Sammy Watkins. Straight up? Straight up. James Conner got traded for Russell Wilson. I have no idea why that happened, but I'm sure it was a two-quarterback league. Most of these trades aren't one-for-one. One. There's James Conner, Alshon Jeffrey, Zach Ertz, and Duke Johnson for I James Conner.
1: I'm seeing going Larry Fitzgerald and Nick Chubb for James
0: Conner. i do I that th- trade. I think that's, yeah. i, I actually trade Nick Chubb mm-hmm. or... I like Nick Chubb. One person did James Conner and Chuck Tyler and Boyd for DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, just go out and see what you can get. There's Zerline and Marlon Mack for James Conner. I would trade Mack and a kicker for <laughs> for James Conner. i just trade the kicker. I mean, yeah, there you go. Trade the kicker. Uh, next one, Tyler Boyd. Everyone is all hyped up on Ross right now. Boyd's still got eleven targets. I'm not concerned about him being a wide receiver too. He's gonna be viable.
1: Yeah. And when AJ Green comes back, Ross is just gonna get knocked out of the equation and Boyd will still be there.
0: I think Ross will be relevant to extent. I'm not Fantasy. super I'm not super high on him, but I think he's I think Zach Taylor is gonna try to do what the Rams did. I mean he would be, Ross would be the Brandon cooks. Boyd would be the Cooper cup, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. You kind of see it. Robert Woods, Robert Woods would be the AJ green. That's what I think is going to happen. So I didn't pick up John Ross. I'm, I'm not high on him. I I a good rental. Yeah. He could be a good rental or he might work out, but Tyler Boyd to me, it's the guy I want on this team. So go out and try to trade for him.
1: Yeah, I fully agree with that one.
0: Yeah, so I mean, what what do you think you could get for Tyler Boyd? Wh- what kind of what kind of guys are you trading for Tyler Boyd? I would give up Sammy Watkins. That's Tyler Boyd. I mean, the value for a lot of people are it's pretty high. Yeah, if you're if you're
1: in a more competitive league, I think people will realize that you're only going to have Sammy Watkins for. Uh, a handful of weeks for mm-hmm. a month apparently now. So if he can kind of get rid of him for a long term starter, I'd probably be okay with a little bit on the even side of that trade to maybe borderline losing it. Yeah. Um I see one for Tyree Kill for Tyler Boyd. Wow. Uh, I see one Antonio Brown. I wouldn't do that one. Josh Gordon for Tyler Boyd. No. Am I receiving Josh Gordon or am I giving away? You're getting Tyler Boyd. I'm getting Tyler Boyd. Yes. I would not do that. I'd rather have Josh Gordon. You'd rather have Josh Gordon than you think Josh Gordon has more upside? Yes, and he's on a better team. Better offense, better quarterback, better offensive line.
0: I could see that. I I could see that. I'm on the opposite spectrum of that. Really? I would rather have Tyler Boyd. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long Josh Gordon's gonna be sober. I know that's just my opinion. Um If Antonio Brown's there, he's going to eat into that share. And I like Julian Edelman as the top guy there. Tyler Boyd, I just see really high potential on. So I would make that move. Damian Williams? For Tyler Boyd? Yes. Oh, wow. I mean, you got Tyler Boyd for OJ Howard. I would rather have Tyler Boyd probably. Yes. It depends on what your tight end situation is.
1: Uh, I would deal with streaming tight
0: ends if that means getting Tyler Boyd over. Oh, wow. Howard. Um, sorry, go on. What was your question? Tyler Boyd And Damian Williams. I'd probably rather have Tyler Boyd. Really? I'm not a Damian Williams guy. I, I think I'd rather have Damian Williams. No, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I have no faith
1: in Damian Williams. Because of that offense, yeah, you are forced to have faith in him? Yeah, some people. I just, I don't. He catches, don't know.
0: runs. I feel like there's a little bit more potential, in Damian Williams. Yeah, I can understand that. Uh, so next guy, Mike Williams. What do you What do you think about Mike Williams? Um, buy low, guy. Yeah, you can definitely buy low.
1: I mean, the offense is going to be really good. What's the chances Eckler is going to take two big receptions for a touchdown? Not very high. That just gives Mike Williams a little bit more opportunity to do what he does best. Uh, Keenan Allen had a great
0: game. Keen Allen's gonna get hurt eventually. <laughs> it's just, I, it's I mean, just gonna Hunt, happen. Hunter Henry's out for four to six weeks. Gordon is out probably till week six or week eight. Um, there is gonna be targets to go around, and if Mike Williams healthy, I think he's definitely gonna be a viable option. Yeah,
1: I am comfortable <laughs> six
0: four. He dreads on target, and, and and most people are probably irritated with his week one, irritated that he's injured. And I'm not surprised if they wouldn't take something very little for him.
1: I'd say hold on to him. I think he will be a great. We're trading. We're too. trading for Mike Williams. Yeah, I'd I'd definitely go after him.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, I'd give up Justin Jackson for him probably. I like Justin Jackson, but yeah, I mean, you could do that.
1: Uh, let's see. I'd give up, ooh, I see somebody gave up Delaney Walker.
0: I'd rather have Mike Williams than Delaney Walker. Yeah, I could feel that. The upside for agree. Mike Williams is better, in my
1: opinion. <laughs> One person gave up Cam Newton.
0: Oh, I'd do that. <laughs> yeah, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Um, sell high targets.
1: You know who I'm going to say. I already know, and it makes me sad. Actually. does it make you sad? Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm just trying to like figure out how I feel about it.
0: I literally barfed in my mouth and yeah. then swallowed it and then I barfed in my mouth again. Again, you had yeah, two baby barfs. Two baby barfs. And every time I look at the name, I just want to barf again. Derrick De- Henry. Derrick Henry, you gotta love it. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just not a fan of Henry. He's not a pass catching back. I don't care what anyone says. He can get game scripted out of games pretty quickly. His stats week one were very inflated with one catch for 75 yards and touchdown. It won't happen again. If you can sell him, sell him. I I just don't feel safe with him. I really don't.
1: No, it's hard to feel safe, especially what happened last year. You're hoping that they just feed him a little, but if they fall behind, as they've done last year, then he's basically useless. Deion Henry's the guy. It, was, Lewis, it
0: was week one. It was week and one. I keep saying that over and over again. I mean... Last year, Matt Ryan was a quarterback five, right? Yes. Week one, he was quarterback 25. It it changes. It, it Week one is an anomaly. Uh, it just, we'll see what happens week two, but people you can get for Derrick Henry. How would you feel about this? You had Derrick Henry. You traded him for Adam Thielen. Do you like that? I like that a lot. Okay. What about Derrick Henry for Tyrell Williams and Josh Jacobs?
1: I am getting... Tyrell Williams and Josh Jacobs? Yeah. yeah. I'd do that in a heartbeat.
0: What about Chris Carson? You're getting Chris Carson for Derek. I would King. do that. What about Mike Evans?
1: A little bit more questionable.
0: Depends on your roster construction. It depends on your roster construction, yeah. That I one. get that. But these are actual trades that happened. And if someone sent me something like this, I'm doing it. I have All, m- all four of them? Uh, all f- I would do all four of them. I don't feel comfortable with Derrick Henry. And I have a bias. I'm sure. I, I I just don't like him. I don't feel safe with him. But these are all trades that have happened. So go out and see what you can get for Derrick Henry. You might be surprised. Yeah.
1: Always worth a shot.
0: Guess what we're gonna talk about next? Uh oh no. Sammy Watkins. Guy <laughs> I left on my bench. Sammy. Sammy. Yes. He is the wide receiver one and the best offense in the league. I do know. For that. now. For now. His stock is the highest ever that you will get for Sammy Watkins. 198 yards and three touchdowns, and he looked great. Against probably the best defense. I guess one of the best best defenses. I understand that. I think the Tyreek Hill news, four to six weeks, is big. Mm-hmm. When Tyreek Hill comes back, what is a Sammy Watkins? Is he a wide receiver three? With big upside. Okay, a wide receiver three with big upside. Yeah. What if you could trade Sammy Watkins for a Zach Ertz when you don't have a tight end? I'd do it. What about, I know you don't, you're not a big fan of this guy, Odell Beckham? A lot of people would do that. I personally would not. Mm-hmm. See, when you when you look at it this way, Odell Beckham will be hopefully a wide receiver one or a wide receiver two all year. Sammy Watkins, if Tyreek Hill comes back, and that is an if, and he's healthy, he's not going to be that number one option there. He's going to be a wide receiver three. The volume's going to go to way Tyreek not. Hill. So if you can trade a guy you got in what? The eleventh, twelfth round? To get nerds or an Odell Beckham? To me it's a no brainer. You're just stacking your team. What about this one? Adam Thielen and Waller for Sammy Watkins.
1: Yeah, I do that. Uh, depending on who's my tight end. Yeah. But yeah, I do it.
0: Sammy Watkins for Josh Jacobs. Yes. I would do it. All of these trades have happened. I trade Sammy Watkins while his value is high. That's that's just my opinion.
1: I say you ride it for another week or two.
0: I can feel that. I can feel that. Might as well win now. I I can understand that. Thursday night game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Carolina Panthers. How do you feel about the game? I'm excited. I. I want to see what's what's going to happen with your boy Cam Newton and Jameis. Now, if both of them have bad games, are they both
1: absolutely droppable? Don't worry about it. Just Pick up anybody.
0: Jameis is already droppable. Yeah, yeah, he's he shouldn't be rostered. Cam him Newton, at all. Cam Newton. I think you kind of wait and see. If you feel comfortable dropping him, you can drop him. But I would wait. You can wait. See this Thursday night game kind of go from there and if he doesn't look like his old self and he is still not running the ball depends how bad he does but if there's someone better on the waiver wire you can pick him up it's a 49 over and under on this game it should be pretty high scoring game but it is a thursday night game do you think it's going to be a high scoring game so let's see divide that by two get about 24 each team just about just about
1: just about 24 24 and a half
0: yes so, so how how do you feel about that? How do you feel about this game?
1: Uh, huh. Do I think the Panthers have a better defense than the Niners?
0: Probably. Think so. so? Niners look good. Niners defense look good, but is it Jameis just looking that bad? I think it's a little bit of both.
1: That being said, uh, that's a good question. Uh, I don't.
0: I, I'm taking the under on this. Okay, I'm taking the under. I'm gonna take the over. Okay. And first, because I just like to make sure we're on opposite ends of the spectrum here. You take the under, I take the over. Rude. Love it. I think James is gonna have a bounce back game. I'm hoping. And Ronald Jones, Peyton Barber. What What, what do you think? What do you feel comfortable with? I'm
1: gonna split. It's just who's going to be more efficient and who's going to be there in the red zone. As of right now, when you see an RBBC with any team, whether it's the Bears, the Eagles, to the Broncos, it's just who's going to get the touchdowns. Because if they don't, then they're not necessarily fantasy relevant, in my opinion.
0: Do you feel safe starting either one of them? Absolutely not. What do you think Ronald Jones is about? Maybe a flex, uh, RB four, an RB four. I can I can understand that. Do you feel more comfortable with Peyton Barber or Ronald Jones? A little right now, I would rather roster Peyton Barber. Okay, I'm opposite. I'm Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones, I think, looked better than Peyton Barber, and they know what they have with Peyton Barber. So I think they're gonna have to use Ronald Jones at some point, maybe. I'm hoping. <laughs> we'll see. Um, Let's go back to Jameis. Do you feel comfortable starting Jameis? And what do you think? He's quarterback two. And is there any upside? Quarterback two and a half. borderline line
1: mm-hmm. three. Yes, there's upside. I just don't want to risk it. Okay. I mean, you're probably having Josh Allen on the waiver wire. Lamar Jackson's not on the waiver wire anymore. No way. Sure. no way. No way. Andy Dalton might be on the waiver wire. I'd rather f- be more comfortable starting him.
0: What about would you rather start Jimmy G Jimmy G? Against Cincy or Jameis against Carolina? <laughs> That's a really good question. I'm gonna go Jameis. Because I think the upside is is more with Jameis. He doesn't run. You'd think oh he might be a running quarterback. He doesn't run. Not talking about running. I'm talking about the weapons around him. He's had big games. He's had bad games, but he's going to huck the ball. I think we all know that's that. That's what you're afraid of. That's that's not what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of Jimmy G. I don't see the upside with. Do you think Jimmy G has more upside than Jameis for this week? He's safer, but no. So if you, if Jameis you, has a little bit more upside. Okay. How? What is Jimmy G's floor? Do you think? I think his floor is 150
1: yards and a touchdown. That's not good. It's not great, but I would rather that than two pick sixes, three sacks, and a fumble. And 300 yards and three touchdowns? I don't think he'll get 300 yards and three touchdowns. But that's his upside. He can. He can. For sure he can. Especially a lot of of leagues now are adopting pick sixes are minus six points plus the interception. You got to love it. So... Jameis probably was in the negatives last week
0: so james josh allen or Jameis? josh allen no question you're you're a josh allen truther yes um russell wilson or Jameis? russell wilson no question okay so obviously you don't feel comfortable starting winston i i understand that there's a there's other options uh what about mike evans he's a start I mean, he's he's your
1: guy. Yeah, he did obviously. have the flu when he played against the Niners and an insanely hot game, 90 degrees with with what was it? I think 80% humidity. Mm-hmm. Playing sick there, that's not fun. It's no, not easy. Not at all. Chris Godwin still start. Yeah. He had uh 53 yards and a touchdown. Here's an interesting one. Let's hear it. O.J. Howard. You're going to have to start him. Chances are you unless
0: unless you can get Waller. So, okay, let's Okay, go. Ahead. Let, I'm going to throw you out a couple names. All right. TJ Hawkinson. Right. TJ Hawkinson. Or or OJ Howard. Who do the Lions play? I will double check right now for you. TJ is playing the Chargers. The Chargers. I would go. Let's see. Luke Kuechly. Da, da, Dan na, Leonard. Na, na, na. Uh, I would go Hawkinson. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Darren Waller. Against Kansas City or O.J. Howard? Jared Waller. Yeah. Um, Jared Cook against the Rams. O.J. Howard. Jared Cook. Wow. Okay. Um, I would go O.J. Howard over Jared Cook, T.J. Hawkinson, but I wouldn't do it over Waller. Yeah. And I think it depends more on if it's PPR or half PPR, I'm definitely starting Waller. Yeah. Because I think – He's going to be safe no matter what. I think you saw his role in week 1. If his role is the same, you're going to have a safe floor for your tight end every single week. And it's, and that's without a touchdown. And uh, yeah, and and having a safe floor for your tight end and a good floor for PPR half PPR, your tight end is probably going to beat most tight ends every yeah, week. Of course. Uh, for the consistency factor. Uh, Oj Howard I think could have way bigger games, but I think he'll lack consistency because of all the weapons around him and Jameis, obviously. Yes. That's fair to say. And I'm not saying Derek Carr is some sort of stud, but I think we've seen what Derek Carr does. He likes stinking dunk. He'll throw it deep a little bit here and there. They were trying to push it downfield. I saw it. every so often, but he's more comfortable with working with that tight end working with that slot. I mean, just the, the short stuff.
1: Yeah. Sound about
0: right. Fair assessment. Why don't we go to Carolina Panthers cam Newton how you feeling sit no matter what I don't want to say
1: no matter what, but I'd have a hard time justifying starting him over a couple people on waivers
0: yeah, I mean Cam Newton is playing Tampa Bay, probably one of the worst defenses in the league so what? This would be the time for him to wake up and shape up, right? Mm -hmm. So, Jared Goff or Cam Newton? Goff. Rodgers against Minnesota or Cam Newton? It's hard to go against Rodgers. Wow, okay. Um, Drew Brees or Cam Newton? Brees is playing the Rams. No, Cam Newton. I mean, sorry, Drew Brees? Drew Brees is okay. no question. Okay. Baker against the Jets. Baker. Okay. um. I think if Newton is healthy, and that's a huge if, his upside is way bigger than most of those guys because he plays Tampa Bay. But I think it goes down to is he going to be healthy and is he going to run a little bit? Yeah. I mean,
1: he was on the one-yard line, and they opted to give it to the fullback when he could have just done his usual QB sneak in. And if they opt out of that, then I think that's a really good
0: signal that he's not healthy. I, I could definitely see that. Uh, Christian McCaffrey start. That's, 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 that's a that's, that's a no brainer start, right? Uh, yeah, that's um, that's I, be
1: upset if he doesn't get thirty points.
0: I'm excited to hear hear your answer on this one because because okay. you're not a DJ Moore guy, and I'm a DJ Moore guy. Yes, is he a start? And where is he at?
1: Yeah, he's definitely a start. I don't know if I'm confidently starting him. Wow. Okay. Uh, I feel like his ceiling is 60 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> okay. He's wide receiver three flex. Okay. I think that's a very realistic spot for him.
0: DJ Moore against Tampa Bay. Wide receiver one. You're calling it? Calling it a wide receiver one. That's a hot take. Or a high-end wide receiver two. And I'm just... Hot take. I'm calling it out right now. That's a hot take. It's a ballsy hot take. That's a pretty hot take. So I'm gonna I'm gonna call it. Give us a bullet prediction. What's the stat line? You want me to do it? Hot take. Another hot take. I'm just throwing it out there immediately. 120 yards. Oh, okay. Touchdown. Okay. With eight receptions. That's not too bad. That's Th- realistic. That's, that's about a twenty game. That's realistic. Twenty point game. Yeah, that's re- I,
1: that's actually extremely realistic. That's a that's a good game. Yeah. Okay. It's a good game. All right. I thought you were gonna throw like two hundred yards, two nah. touchdowns and a throwing touchdown. I'll throw two touchdowns. Okay. okay hundred twenty right. yards, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns? Just, Just make
0: it a little bit, a little more juicy. A little, for a little you. spice. I like. Got that, that little spice. I like it. Um, Curtis Samuel. I'm not ready
1: to start him. I, if you're an AB owner, yeah, start him. If you are a Tyree Kill owner,
0: go ahead, start him. If you what you're saying is if you need to start a wide receiver because one of your top guys went out. Yeah,
1: then 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 I'm perfectly comfortable. But if you're voluntarily putting him in, I'm a little
0: uncomfortable with that. Yeah, I mean it's a wait and see. I I know there's been so much hype with Curtis Samuel, but we haven't seen anything on the field yet. No. This season. Good. So you need to wait and see and go from there unless you drastically need to start him. Um, Greg Olson. What, what's your opinion on Greg Olson where we're looking at?
1: Not happy about starting him, but yeah. I'll start him. I mean, this might be a George Kittle thing, but the Niners were able to shred them with the tight end position.
0: So uh, that makes me a little bit more comfortable, but that might just be a George Kittle thing. I think it was more of just like you have no wide receivers thing, and they were just focusing on Kittle. It was a Kittle show all day. Not mad about it. I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, I think... DJ Moore is going to do what he does. Okay. Or, we'll see. I'll give you that. Um, Anything else to add? Let's
1: see. When we were talking about people to be concerned about. Yeah. Are you anywhere concerned about the Eagles
0: running back by committee?
1: I think that was like the most evenly split committee out there.
0: I'm not concerned. Now the same is because you know, you know, I, you know, I like Miles Sanders. Yes. And I'm he not. was drafted around the Montgomery area. I think it was a little lower. I think it was about six round. So in that range, um, I'm not concerned. Not no, not, not, at all. not at all. I don't see it. I I can understand that. I'm not concerned with him. So when we were when I was looking up stuff for Miles Sanders. Oh, oh, a, a little, little research. Oh, a little research here and there. He had a 21 yard run for a touchdown that got called back. He had more red zone touches than Jordan Howard. I'm not concerned with him. I think he's going to be that back at some point, or he's going to get more of the timeshare than anything. I'm not a Jordan Howard guy. You know, I'm not a Jordan. I Howard guy. Not. We'll see this week. Okay. I think that's a little bit fair anything else is he startable I don't think he's just startable I mean if you really need to start someone sure but I'm not starting him I'm wait and see Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not comfortable with starting him
1: Uh, are you higher on Montgomery or Sanders
0: (sighs) wow I'm pretty close on both of them I would have to say Sanders okay right now Sanders Montgomery or Hyde rank them Hyde's getting more of the work share. So it would be Hyde, Mm -hmm. Sanders, Montgomery. Just because Hyde's going to get touches. I know Hyde's going to get touches. Montgomery, I don't really know what he's going to get. He had the lowest snap count of all the Bears running backs. Miles Sanders, I think, is going to take that job pretty quick. Is McCoy a trade high target? A high trade target? I mean, yeah, you can. I'm... I don't know what McCoy's value is going for right now. But I'm sure because he's on that team, LaShawn McCoy's value drastically went up. You know, LaShawn McCoy, wow, LaShawn McCoy for Nick Chubb. No way. <laughs> That's ridiculous. LaShawn McCoy for David Jinjoku and Sonny Michelle. LaShawn McCoy for Alshon Jeffrey and Malcolm Brown. LaShawn McCoy M- for Philip Lindsay. Yeah, LaShawn McCoy for Philip Lindsay. Sonny Michelle. LaShawn McCoy for Cooper Cup. Chris um, Carson. Wow. Wow. Uh, that was LaShawn McCoy and Austin Eckler for Chris Chris Carson.
1: Oh, okay. Well.
0: So his value is high. I mean, I, but he's a running back on a top offense that looks like he's going to be, wh- looks like he could push into being the main workload. He looked good. He looked pretty good. So we'll have to see what happens in week two. I think we're all good. Yeah. Next
1: week, or not next week, next episode, we're talking starts and sits.
0: Starts and sits. Game of the week. Business is booming game of the week. Kicker of the week. You know I love my kickers. Maybe we'll do another Bud's Basement. Who knows?
1: Uh, Another, well, Thursday game will have been passed.
0: Oh. That's true. That's true. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too.